This is the Drummer's Resource Podcast, session 526. And the quote of the day is, if you give less than 100%, don't expect to be anything more than average. You're listening to the Drummer's Resource Podcast, home of in-depth interviews with the world's greatest drummers, music industry professionals, and thought leaders. Inspiration, education, and motivation for drumming, and beyond, and beyond, and beyond. What's going on, everybody? Nick Ruffini here, episode 526, and hope all is well with you. Today, today's a good day. I'm a, as you guys know, I'm a Phillies fan, and the Phillies just hired Joe Girardi, which is a good hire in my opinion, and I know this is a drumming podcast, but uh, hey, I'm a human, and I love baseball, so... I had to mention that. <laughs> uh, if you're first, if you're just tuned in, this is the first episode you ever listened to. I promise. Uh, we keep it, we keep it drums. We don't. Uh, I usually don't. Well, that's a, that's a lie. I talk about other things too, but I don't talk about baseball. I promise. I only bring it up every once in a while. Uh, so this episode is number five twenty six, and for a long time, for all forever, these episodes have been free, and they're free because of great support from brands that are out there and one of them being dream symbols dream symbols has been with me for a very long time i love those guys over there not only they're amazing people hands down one of the or some of the coolest people i've ever met in the industry but also they make amazing sounding symbols that don't break the bank so if you're looking for a high quality great sounding symbol look no further than dream symbols check them out go to dreamsymbols.com and i promise you you will find something that you like and it's not going to break the bank. So check them out, dreamsymbols.com. So the topic I want to talk about today is I, I got to thinking about, uh, I, I get a lot of emails and people ask, people typically ask sort of like the same kind of questions. And it's usually never about, uh, it's usually never about like technique and playing and all that sort of stuff, but it's all the ancillary stuff. So I started to think about it more and I was really thinking, okay, there's there's four main parts of your drumming career. And I've mentioned this before, but anytime I say career, I mean that as whatever you make that career to be. So whether you're playing full-time, part-time, a gig a year, it doesn't matter. I just use the 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 word career as like a blanket, a blanket uh statement, but I don't necessarily mean that you're doing it full time. But it can apply to someone that's playing full time as well. But I look at I look at a player and I look at our careers as a player in four sort of distinct areas. And the four of and I'll dig into each one of them, but the four that I look at are practicing and playing and then there's network and relationships, business and finances and then your your marketing and promotion online and all that sort of stuff. So I'm talking I'm looking at the other 75% because I think the one that everyone understands everyone works on for the most part or or at least knows that they should work on knows sort of how to do that uh is the playing and practicing aspect of it so if you don't have the playing and practicing part down that's the thing that you really need to work on all right that's table stakes that's the that's the thing that when you get out there in in any sort of competitive environment the one thing that everyone's going to have in common mostly or you know the people who are getting the gigs are the people who can play well and if you don't have your playing down and you don't have a practicing routine now the biggest piece of advice i can give you is go get a teacher and learn and study and spend hours a day 
practicing and getting better. That's it. So that's the 25% that we all sort of know, right? Like you got to get a teacher or there's a lot of people who think that if they're self-taught or, you know, if they don't get a teacher, then they'll be their creativity will flow more and they people don't want to get a teacher because they don't want to be put in a box and and they think that it's going to make them play square and all this other stuff and i think that is 100% false find a teacher find a good teacher and find a teacher who does the things that you want to do if you want to tour and your teacher has never been on tour in his entire life probably not the best teacher for you if you want to be if you want to be a youtube drummer and your drummer or and and the person who you want to go study with she doesn't have any videos on youtube and has never posted a video on youtube and doesn't have a social media profile don't study with her so find the person that's doing the thing that you want to do but definitely find a teacher all right so that's the first 25 percent. you got to get that you got to get your playing and your practicing taken care of so but the other three are sort of this gray area where i start to see people have a lot more questions and I get a lot more emails about it. I get a lot more uh, DMS about it on Instagram and stuff like that. So let's talk about networking relationships. So the, the way that you get gigs is through the people that you know, and you look historically at the people who I've had on the podcast. You look at historically the gigs that you've already had in your life. Somehow those relation, those gigs come out of relationships that you've had or that you've built. And the people who I've had on the podcast have gotten gigs from relationships that they've had very very rarely is it is it a cattle call where they where they call 50 people and and 50 drummers come in and play in front of you know the the md or something like that and then you get the gig so that's built out of relationships but the million dollar question is how do you build these relationships and the way that you build a relationship in the music business is the same way that you build a relationship at work or any other place you find someone you find people who have who have the same values, the same likes, and you're you develop a relationship with them. You're friends with them. You're yourself. You're not trying to get anything out of them. That's how genuine relationships are are started. But the one thing that I see most people do is a lot of times people say, "Oh, I go out to I go out, you know, uh, all the time to like these jam sessions and everything, and I'm trying to meet people, but." The other thing is, why don't you go out and support other people's work? Go out and if you know that there's a band that you like that is playing, go out and see them. Make sure that you're saying hi to them after the gig. Make sure that, you know, maybe you could even help help them promote their show or whatever it is, whatever you can do to add value to their situation. The other thing is, if you want to build relationships, then start hiring people. Start a band and start hiring people. And I actually got an email today that said no one wants to give me a chance. No one wants and and or no one wants to give me any opportunity, one or the other. But you have to create your own opportunity. And the way that you the way that you build more relationships, if you're the guy or girl who is hiring people and is known as the person who hires people to play gigs, you'll get you'll gain a lot of friends really really quickly. So that I mean, I think that going out and supporting other people's work is a great idea. I think that starting a band or starting some sort of project or a revolving project or you know with revolving members or something like that and being the person that's going out and hiring people is a great idea. I think that going out and sitting in the audience of an open mic night 
and trying to like serendipitously meet someone who's looking for a drummer. I think that's, I think that's a shot in the dark. I really do. And I think it's, frankly, I think it's a waste of time. It, you know, like if you can go to a, an open mic night where there's some really quality players there, or you feel like you can add value to that situation somehow, some way, and you can cultivate that community. I think that's one thing, but thinking that you're just going to go out and like run into someone who accidentally, you know, came or like just serendipitously came to that event and they find you and they need a drummer. I think that's a one in a million thing. Does it happen? Of course it happens frequently, but not frequently enough that I think that it's worth it. So, um, so that's the networking side of it is like, what can you add value to? What can you, if you're a graphic designer and there's a great band that you like and you want to try to get in good with the bass player, then like talk to them about redesigning their website for them, whatever it is. I've gotten gigs through the craziest relationships and I, I've hired people through, you know, a friend of a friend of a friend that, that we needed a, you know, we needed a guitar player or we needed this or we needed that. And it's all just, it's all friends that you work with it's not me going to an open mic night and being like oh you're a great guitar player i'm gonna hire you so you have to cultivate that that uh that community around what you're trying to do and the best way that i know how to do that is to add value first instead of going out to these situations with your hand out We've all seen the horror stories about people getting their equipment stolen out of their van or out of their trailer, but you can avoid that very easily by going to musicproinsurance.com. They've been around for nearly 20 years to provide convenient and affordable insurance coverage for professional musicians, and they protect against everything, theft, even if you leave your vehicle unlocked, also fire, hurricane, earthquake, water damage, even if you accidentally break your gear. The best part, you can insure $12,000 of gear for like $150 a year. Tell me that's not worth it. They can also insure higher amounts than that. They can insure classical instruments and things like that. And it's very easy to do. Go to musicproinsurance.com. You can get a quote instantaneously, but it's $150 a year for $12,000 worth of equipment. You can either pay now or pay later, and I'm telling you, you will be kicking yourself. You'll be hearing this message in your head when you go to your trailer and all of your gear is gone. Head over to musicproinsurance.com and get yourself protected. So the next thing is the business and the finances, and this is where people get really turned off. As soon as you start talking about business or finance or money or anything like that, people are like, whoa, 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 I'm an artist. I don't care about any of that stuff. I don't want to know anything about it. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to be the person that's collecting money. None of that kind of stuff. That's fine. Send me the money if you don't want it. <laughs> but seriously, if you don't care about the business side of things, then play for free. That's an easy solution. Then you don't have to worry about that. But 99% of people I mean, as soon as you say that, they're like, well, no, I want to get, I want to get paid to, I want to get paid to play. Okay. Well then shut up. You need to learn some business. And here's the deal. If you don't want to be the person handling the business, then you have to find someone who does. And I'm not saying that you need to hire some business person that has all these degrees and you're trying to build some multi-million dollar corporate. I'm not saying that. 
I'm just saying, get someone who at a very rudimental level understands a little bit about business and a little bit about finance. Get an accountant that lives in your neighborhood to help you with your finances. Get someone who owns a local business to say, hey, uh, do you think you can like give me 20 minutes of your time to let you know sort of what I'm trying to do with this with this band and see if they can like poke some holes in the way that you plan on making money. If you're playing 10 gigs a year, then just make sure that your taxes are taken care of. Make sure that every time you get paid, you put 30% away. So every again, every time business gets brought up, people get weird and they they like run for the hills for some reason. I'm not saying you got to get an MBA. You don't got to go to business school. I'm not saying any of that. So before anyone emails me with all of these excuses, I'm just saying either learn enough to get by or find someone who knows enough to help you get by just to make sure that you're making some right decisions. So you're not, you know, if you're going to build a website, talk to a couple people who understand that world so you don't end up paying $20,000 for a website that you could have paid $2,000 for. Just keep those things in mind. So find someone or learn just, again, enough to get by, enough to protect yourself. You know, maybe even if it's a a friend of yours, it's a lawyer that can sort of help you put all these things together. Just try to keep an open mind to that. Don't run away from the business side of things. And if you do want to run away from the business side, then don't charge and you don't have to worry about any of it. But as soon as you charge a dollar for playing, you're in business. Hate to break it to you. You're in a you're a creative entrepreneur. So figure it out this is my my only piece of advice. Figure it out. And that means finding someone to figure it out for you or figure it out yourself. But you definitely gotta you definitely gotta have that under control. And then the next is the marketing and and online promotion. And some of this is more important than others. Again, don't a lot of times when I bring this stuff up, people I get emails. Yeah, but Nick, I'm not trying to build this big company, but I'm not talking I'm not talking about that. But if you're a musician and you want people to come to your shows, if you're a musician and you want to get more gigs, if you're a musician and you want more visibility, if you're a musician and you want to and you want to sell, you know, uh, more merchandise or whatever it is, you need marketing. Sorry, you need promotion. Uh, if your your favorite band comes out with a new record, what do they do? They go on all the television shows. There's Facebook posts about it. There's there's Instagram posts about it. There's all sorts of promotion behind it. There's billboards. There's all. It's important because you want people. What's the point of making something, making art, being creative if no one sees it or no one hears it? There's no point. So you need some level of marketing. So again, you can either figure it out yourself or you can talk to someone who maybe can help you along the along with it. Right. So if you want to get gigs, then you, then you should have at least a a cheap website and you can get one for free by going to Wix.com. Man, that sounded like a, uh, that sounded like a plug, like a promoted post. I promise that wasn't promoted, but you can go to Wix.com and get a free website. Is it going to be the greatest website you've ever seen? No, but it's there somewhere to put your information somewhere to put up, you know, go to YouTube and put up videos of yourself playing the styles that you want to get hired for. Uh, Make sure that all of your upcoming dates are up to date. Make sure that there are flyers that go into the club. 
make sure that there are posts that go on Facebook or Instagram or, or Twitter or Snapchat or TikTok or whatever you use. There has to be some level of promotion behind that. And you have to, you have to learn what it is that you're trying to accomplish and then figure out how you can let people know about that. And one of the common mistakes, and I've talked about it before, is that people are trying to get gigs playing rock and they're putting videos up of them playing solos over a Rihanna song. It doesn't work. That's the wrong marketing. That's the, you're sending the wrong message. So send the message that you want to send. If you want to get hired to play shuffles, there should be a hundred videos of you online playing shuffles and playing them well and letting people know that you're really good at playing shuffles or rock or funk or fusion. Or if you play all of those things, then put all of that stuff online. You want to send out the message for the things that you're trying to get hired for. What do you want people to know about you? Do you want them to know that you can, that you can, do crazy solos in your basement over a Rihanna song? If you do, then cool. Put out a hundred of those videos. But if that's not the goal, then what? figure out what the goal is and then craft that message. Again, are you going to have as good of messaging as Pepsi or Coke? No, I'm not saying that. But look at all the stuff that you put out there. Go. Here's a, here's a quick thing. I'm sure 95% of you have a social media presence profile. Go on there and audit your own profile and see what you're talking about. See what you're promoting. If it's cat videos, political rants, and, and pictures of what you had for lunch, it's not the right message. Keep get, Start a personal page that is private to your friends and family for that. But if you want, if you want people to know that you're a drummer... And that you want particular types of gigs and you can play particular types of gigs, then that's what you got to put out there. If you want people to look for someone who can get in a, you know, get in a great argument and join their debate club about politics, then that's the message you're sending out. Maybe you will get picked up for that. You're not going to get any gigs out of it. So audit that. If you're always complaining on social media, then people are going to know you're a complainer. They don't want to hire you. They don't want to work with you. They don't want to live with you in a bus. They don't want to live with you in a van. They don't want to play a show with you because you're going to be a downer. So think about that messaging. So to me, those are like, those are the four, the four main things that you have to, that you, you got to wrap your brain around. You're playing and you're practicing, networking and relationships, business and finances, and marketing and promotion, whether that be online or offline. So Try to work on each one of those individually. Find the people who understand that and ask questions. And again, with all of these, you don't need to be, I mean, the playing, you should work on being a master at that, but you don't have to master all of this other stuff. A, learn a little bit so you can at least do yourself some service or B, find someone else who has a little bit of an understanding of how to do those other that other 75% and get them to help you. So that's the advice I got for you. I hope that helps. I'd love to hear your feedback. Shoot me an email, nick at drummersresource.com. And until the next podcast, keep drumming. Thank you so much for listening. And I'll be talking to you soon. Peace.